Hey, I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin Smalley. They lead the marriage team here at the ministry. And uh, let's get a fast start. Let's go right into a conversation focused on the family president Jim Daly and I had with Ron Deal. Now, Ron's talking to blended families about true healing from really difficult pasts. Uh, and his wisdom applies, I think, to all of us. So much of what you're saying there, Ron, is being the adult in the room. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of younger kids, obviously. Uh, not adult children, mm-hmm. but y- you do need to be the adult. And sometimes that's hard because we we get the lizard brain, right? Yes. And we want to fight down really low and emotionally and just do it because I said do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, we got to refrain from that because the kids are so fragile right there. Yeah. And they're looking to you, even in the taunting that they may be doing, they're looking to you for stability and you know some kind of answer that gives yes. them confidence that we're on the right path here. The reason an adult <laughs> would get controlling in that moment, just do it because I told you so, come on, why can't you get along? She's a great person. Why don't you love her the way I love her? It, that's fear. Right. It, it, there's a pain deep inside that says, oh no, if my kids don't embrace this, we, us, our family's not going to, and it's not going to be a blessing to them. And I want this whole thing to be a blessing to them. Of course you do. And so your pain and your fear grab you in that moment. And now you got to get controlling to somehow break through this little moment with your kids. No, the way to do that is to get soft and chase their pain. Be the adult instead of wrapped up in your own. Say, so tell me what's going on. How does that feel? Right. Uh, you're feeling a little worried that if she comes in and you like her, it's going to be hard on your relationship with your mother. Or it's hard to remember mom if mom is deceased when she's here. Like, tell me what that's like for you. Now we're letting grief do its job, and we're grieving together, parent and child, so that we can walk together into the new future. Well, another example that I'm aware of a family, the mom died at a young age, three young children. Um, When he remarried, the new stepmom came in, saw all the photos of her, Mm. said, no, we got to take all those down, put photos of us up. That that can be that kind of emotional reaction, Mm because you're not understanding the full picture yeah what's really happening it, it, it is about you yeah and we, that's not good we addressed that recently on the family Life blended podcast that i do um I, I think there's a big temptation there again stepmom saying i'm going to come in we need to make this my space and yes you do need to put your fingerprints on your new living space and children need to have photos of their mom now over the mantle? No. You can say no to that one, not in the living room, but in their but All space. that's delicate. <laughs> wow, even saying that, it's like, whoops. But, but it's right. But it's right, you know? So it's a both and. It is never either or. Like, either or just divides families, ironically. Families that are trying not to divide. That's what you're doing is dividing. But both and says we honor the past. We recognize the present. We're walking into the future together. So let's do this as a team. You compare kind of this merger process, these two adults coming together with kids mm-hmm. into this new family as a tank full of water. How do, how do you get there? <laughs> well, it, it, it's an analogy to think about how the loss that we were talking about earlier for children, the aftershocks, if they're standing in a tank full of water up to their chin and they get another six inches, they're drowning. But you put an adult in that same tank and the water's just up to their stomach. You know, they're not even close to feeling overwhelmed. A little bit of loss for a child is significant on top of all the other loss huh. 
that they've had. It can feel like they're drowning. So sometimes their reactions to adults don't make sense. I hear this from, again, later life couples. My 35-year-old's freaking out about me, my decision to get married. What's going on? Why why won't, won't he act like an adult? Well, because he's been in a tank full of water and you just added six inches. You didn't realize it. But for him, this is really overwhelming. And again, don't laugh at it. Don't belittle it. Step into that and say, tell me what it's like to be you trying to swim in this water. And step into that space with them. That's how you move forward. When people try to sever the past, you are just severing your ability to to blend and be a family. That's interesting. Sever, trying to sever the past severs your future. It does. I hadn't thought about it that way. That's I tell step parents who are trying to erase and replace the former, like that mom who yeah. said, "Let's take all the pictures out." Yeah, I call that erase and replace. So the message is, she's gone. I'm the new woman in town, and this is the way it's going to be. No, if you try to erase and replace, you will be erased and replaced. Ron, how does that um, parent? Talk to the new spouse in that way. Because that could be a lot of pressure. Yes. I think especially for a dad in that context, it's easy to roll over mm-hmm. and go, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Because mm-hmm. you want to please her. Right. You know, she's your new bride. That's right. She's obviously emotional about this. You know, uh, the kids will get over it. Or wh- however you rationalize it. But ha- what do you suggest to that, let's put it in that context of that husband, that man, to be able to be firmly gentle? I mean, what's the word? Yes, firmly gentle. I always say chase the pain first. So, okay, honey, so you want them to take all the pictures down. I'm sensing in you some fear that if those or are rivalry, up. rivalry maybe? Yes, I mean, but, but you just want to get at what's driving you to get at the solution is to erase all the pictures. Help me understand that part of you that's afraid if there's some around. What do you, what's the worst thing that could happen? Talk to me about that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm trying to talk you out of this. It's, I'm listening. But we're going to try to understand what's driving this in you. That is always the best place to start. But let me just add another little tip that I think is really useful for people. This is why listening to a podcast is helpful. This is why tuning in to this broadcast podcast and going, let's listen to that together is really useful because now we're hearing it from all the different sides and we can be compassionate and empathetic for one another and go, oh, the kids need this and you need this and I'm sitting over here seeing it this way. Let's try to figure out how we work this out together rather than it's me and you against them. Yeah. And one of the things, Ron, as we close here, because we're right out of time, but mm-hmm. you, you know, in these analogies, they're so common in these contexts that it's, you know, it's just what it is. Yeah. It's going to be hard. It's going to have layers of complexity like we've been saying the last two days. Mm-hmm. And you, you just have to be the adult in the room and help your kids and your new spouse get through these things. In fact, you, you call it live and learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Explain live and learn and how it applies well, here. Everybody lives and learns. Like uh, every parent Hopefully. has made lots of mistakes, <laughs> right? I have, you have, and we learn from those things. And blended families has got to have that same attitude. Like, do we know exactly how to carry this out? No, we're going to make a few mistakes, but we're not going to call it quits or give up on each other. We're going to live and learn. Greg, I really appreciate the way Ron speaks and the the wisdom he brings to the table. Um, That phrase that Ron used, live and learn, I wonder how you've seen that kind of play out in couples that you've worked with. Yeah, that's really a powerful statement. 
Um, because it's really, I think, at the heart of that statement is grace. And most of us, when we think about grace, we think of, you know, this free and unmerited favor of God, really where where he gave that to us through, you know, salvation of sinners. But what's cool is there's another aspect of the word grace in its definition that's the bestowal of blessings. And this idea of bestowing blessings means that it's when we're we're bestowing a blessing on someone when we're being deliberate and generous by providing some sort of gift. So thinking back to what we were talking about, that that we all go through pain, a part of the gift that we can actually bestow within the relationship and even with ourself is born out of 1 Peter 4.10. It says, and each of us has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And so this idea of giving each other a gift, I think first and foremost, this idea of live and learn, we can apply this to ourselves and give ourselves a gift, which is self-compassion. When, when what do you mean by that phrase? Yeah. Self-compassion sounds kind of like an anti... Uh, mm. that's, not, that's not a good Christian trait. <laughs> it, it sounds very psychobabbly, yeah. but most of us, when we make mistakes, we're the worst on ourselves. Yeah. We, are, we are so self-judging. We say, you know, why did we do that? And that was stupid. And we judge and we criticize ourselves. That voice in our own mind is really, I think, one of the most difficult parts of going through hard times. And self-compassion means that we go, you know what? I'm a human being. I made a mistake. It didn't define who I am. I'm not whatever I did, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. It's what I chose to do. I made a poor choice, but that's not a reflection of who I am. Satan wants to jump on those moments and convince us of lies about who we are. He wants us to believe you are that sin. You are that poor choice. And self-compassion is just recognizing that, no, I'm not going to let Satan win here. I I can go to a place of compassion and say, you know what? Imagine there were some things going on for me. What 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 can I learn? Mm-hmm. We always tell our kids, Aaron and I do that that you know when you make mistakes, fail forward. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. again, it's what yeah. Ron was talking about. And failing forward means that 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 we're applying self compassion because it keeps our heart open, so we can keep learning. Okay, so God, what did you teach me through this? Whatever through my story, through my mistakes, through the heartache that I've been through, and and that's that bestowal of blessing that we can do actually for ourselves. Now we can also do that in our relationship. You know, when Erin and I have conflict, I can I can choose to give her the benefit of the doubt. I can choose to remember who she's been over all these years. Maybe not necessarily how she's showing up in this particular moment, and that, that's a gift. And that's why this idea of grace, it's its a gift that we can continue to, one, give ourselves as individuals mm-hmm. and learn from our mistakes. And then we can really guard and protect our relationship by, by going, I want to extend that blessing to my wife or to my husband and, and really see them as how God sees them. Yeah. This is one of those things where you can't give what you don't have. Right. And exactly. if you don't have a sense of grace toward yourself... Uh, an ability to move past your mistakes, it's going to be very difficult to offer that to your spouse. 
or to your children, if uh, if that's the situation. Uh, Ron's been talking mostly about blended families, but not exclusively. I mean, right. these, these are principles that apply to all of us. It, it truly is. And, and do yourself a favor today and think about what would bestowing of a blessing look like in my own life? So think about today, what might that look like? Maybe there's a way that you can be gentle with you or more compassionate. Hmm around something that's going on, and then what would that bestowing of a blessing look like inside your marriage today? Yeah, yeah. well, we've got a lot of tools here to help you. Um, You know, one general tool that's so effective that has been uh, taken by over a million people is our free online marriage assessment. Um, It's recently been updated, so if it's been a while, check it out. It takes maybe 10 or 15 minutes of your time. Uh, you and your spouse do that together, and you're going to have a lot to talk about in regards to what's going well and maybe some areas of growth. Uh, so go ahead and look for the uh, link to the free online marriage assessment in the show notes. And then if you're in a blended family or you know somebody who is, uh, get a copy of Ron Deal's really excellent book. It's so encouraging. It's called Preparing to Blend. And we're offering that to you today uh, for a gift of any amount to the ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, be generous as you can, either a monthly pledge or one-time gift of any amount. And uh, we'll say thank you for your support and encouragement, and we'll send a copy of that book to you. Uh, the details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear a fun analogy about different ways that men and women think, featuring Bill and Pam Farrell. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.